Welcome everybody to another great installment of Calvary Christian Center. We pray that today's message encourages you and inspires you like never before. So sit back, grab your notes, your notepad, and enjoy this message live from Calvary Christian Center. God is good. Hallelujah. I am just excited to be in your homes. Now, to be honest with you, I, I wish you were here so I could hug your neck and I could tell you how much I love you. So I'd like to do that in person, but I'm just going to do it right now online. I just love you guys so much. And I believe God has working all this out for our good. The Bible says in Romans 8, 28, for we know that all things work together. Not we think, not we pray, not even we hope, but we know that all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord and to those who are called according to his purpose. So God is working it out. I want to tell you something. I was just standing over there by Pastor Dawn, and she said, you know, we've lived through some stuff since we've been here. We've lived through many hurricanes. We've lived through fire seasons. We lived through September 11th. We've been through so many things, and here we are now dealing with this coronavirus. But each and every time, God has been faithful, and he's going to be faithful in this. So we just bless you now. I'm so excited to be in your homes today. I believe the Lord is going to say some incredible things. Listen, I'm glad to know that the God I serve is omnipresent. You know what that means? That means he's everywhere all at once. That doesn't mean that his head is in Ormond and his elbow is in NSB or New Smyrna Beach and his ankle is in Palm Coast. No, it doesn't mean that. That means that everything he is is everywhere everywhere he is all at the same time God is not bound by distance God is everywhere and I want you to know that same anointing that is in this room has come to right where you are and I want to tell you another thing God is not messed up concerned or worried about the coronavirus I'm ready to tell you that God's got this don't you sweat it don't you let the devil cause you to be worried or full of anxiety the Lord has as this and I'll be I'll be truthful with you honey I am ready to preach I'm so excited to be with you for the next few minutes and I want to share with you an incredible story from John chapter 20 you remember if you've studied this text and been through this before uh, in the Word of God Jesus has been crucified and his disciples are in hiding in the house they're in the house and they're hidden away. How about this? They're quarantined. The Bible said they're hiding because of fear. They're quarantined. And we pick up the story here because Jesus came right into the house right where they are. John 20 says this, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And then get a hold of this. The Bible said, And when he had said this, watch, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. I want to preach for just a few minutes along these lines. This 
is a home invasion. <laughs> there those disciples were right in this home and everything was locked up, but Jesus showed up and it was a home invasion. I want to tell you, maybe we're not at our churches. Maybe we're not at our physical structures. But what's happening right now, what's happening in your house right now, is this is not a church building invasion. This is a home invasion. The spirit and power and presence of God is coming into your home. Come on, let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you. Lord, that you are everywhere all at once. And even while I'm preaching here in Ormond, Lord, you are going into homes across America and around the world. Now, Lord, show up and do what you do, and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm excited to talk to you today and tell you that, that this right here that you're experiencing, this is a home invasion. Last week, I was trying to process all this as it relates to no services on campus that we're not meeting on in our Orlando campus, our Palm Coast campus, our NSB campus, or right here in Ormond. We, we are not meeting in our traditional ways. The fact that we are broadcasting now, I was just trying to manage this, and I felt the Holy Spirit talk to me, and I felt the Holy Ghost tell me I am at work. And the Lord said to me, what I'm doing right now is a home invasion. See, right this very moment, there's a home invasion going on. God's glory is not just in this church, it's coming to your house. His healing has come into your house. His power has come into your house. His presence has come into your house. Hear me now, I want you to understand this. We know that it's a good thing when we have a home invasion and it's because Jesus has come in and his spirit has come in. But I was thinking one of the things that most Americans fear the most on the bad side is a home invasion. We have locks and bars and security systems and nowadays we even have video doorbells because we're trying to stay a home invasion. We're trying to protect ourselves and our families from a home invasion. But in this story in John 20, we see a home invasion that anybody should want. Jesus invaded the home where these disciples were. Here in this text, the disciples are hidden in the house and they're there because of fear. How about this? They are quarantined. They're by themselves. They've hidden because of fear of the Jews. Imagine, they've seen Jesus die. He died the most excruciating, painful death imaginable. And now they've quarantined themselves and they're hidden away because for all they know, they could be next. For all they know, they could be next. And in the same way that Jesus died, they could be killed. And in verse 19, the Bible says that the doors were shut. The Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to take a closer look at that and try to understand what it means to say that the doors were shut. And as I researched that word in the Greek, the original text of the New Testament, it literally means to close up, like closing up windows or doors tight. But as I studied it further, there's a metaphoric meaning of this word shut in the Greek. It literally represents the shutting of heaven, the withholding of rain. 
It literally means in the Greek, the shutting up of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God over people's lives. And these disciples, they're quarantined. They're there because of fear. And, and in that moment, more than the windows and the doors are shut up, they feel as if all of heaven has shut up. They feel like the kingdom has shut up. They're afraid and they're scared. Have you ever been there? Maybe you're right there right now and you feel like heaven has been shut up over your life. And you're saying, I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't know why I'm facing this. I'm looking at financial trouble. I'm looking at physical trouble. I'm looking at issues. I, every time I watch the news, I get more and more afraid. Where are you, God? And it seems like heaven has been shut up. There are times when we go through seasons, I don't care how saved you are. I don't care how spiritual you are. There are times when you go through seasons that you don't understand when it seems like we're struggling and life is hard and, and we're wondering has heaven been shut up over our lives and over our families and these disciples were right there and the Bible said they were there don't miss it they were there because of fear and isn't it amazing that sometimes the worst home invasions have nothing to do with criminals the worst home invasion, it doesn't revolve around cops and robbers. Sometimes the worst home invasions that you deal with are when fear invades your home, or when addiction invades your home, or when divorce or doubt invades your home, or when abuse invades your home, or infidelity invades your home. There are some of you watching me right now, and anxiety has invaded your home. You've had home invasions recently. It's bad when compromise or anger or jealousy invades your home. It's bad when depression and sickness and sin invades your home. See, there are times when maybe you're not expecting it. Maybe you don't even feel prepared for it. But for all of us, sometimes it seems like trouble invades our home and trials invade our homes. See, here's what the Lord spoke to me. He showed me this. Hell specializes in orchestrating home invasions. The devil wants to invade your home and cause you to give up. In this season, the devil's trying to invade your home and rob you of hope. In this moment, the devil wants to invade your home and tell you God's not real and he's not on your side. But what I love about Jesus what I appreciate about Jesus is that what scared his disciples did not scare him. What upset his disciples had no effect on him. Don't miss this. They are there. They are quarantined. They are there because of fear. But Jesus wasn't worried. Jesus wasn't scared. And let's just break it down and bring it right into our world. I've come into your home to tell you, Jesus is not worried about the coronavirus. Jesus is not panicking. Heaven is not afraid. God is not upset. God is not trembling on his throne. I want to tell you, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's all-powerful, almighty, unstoppable, and nothing takes him by surprise. Jesus comes into that home right where these disciples were. The Bible says something amazing to me. Precious, the Bible said he appeared. It didn't even say he opened the door. The Bible said he appeared. The door was shut up tight. The windows were locked. 
but it seemed that Jesus, hallelujah, must have walked right through the wall. I want to tell you something. Nothing can stop Jesus. When he gets ready to come into your house, can't nothing stop him. When he gets ready to step into your situation, nothing can stop him. When he gets ready to step into your problem, nothing can stop him. Fear can't stop him. Doubt can't stop him. Hallelujah, the devil can't stop him. I want to tell you the coronavirus can't stop him. It seems like Jesus must have walked right through the wall. I want you to get this in your spirit now. When Jesus gets ready to come to your house, deadbolt locks won't stop him. Come on, hurricane windows and bulletproof glass won't stop him. The neighborhood watch won't stop him. Hallelujah. When Jesus gets ready to come in, can't nothing stop him. When Jesus gets ready to do a home invasion, nothing can hold him out. And here's what I feel like is going on. See, the devil thinks he's orchestrating this moment. I don't believe that God caused the coronavirus. I don't believe God causes things like this, but God uses things like this. God doesn't cause it, but God will use it. Come on, somebody. God is going to use this. See, we're going to come through this better. We're going to come through this with more power. We're going to come out of this different. Glory to God. And here they are in this story. The doors are shut up tight, and, and, and the windows are shut up tight, and there are walls, but even the walls, hallelujah, we're no match for Jesus. And I'm talking to some people right now, you've built walls. There are walls of fear that you're dealing with. Some of you right now are watching this and you're dealing with walls of doubt, walls of rebellion, walls of unbelief. Some of you are dealing with walls of addiction. Some of you are dealing with walls of unforgiveness. Some of you are dealing with walls of sin. But here's the good news. Glory to God. This is shouting stuff. Hallelujah. You can shout on your couch right now. This is good stuff right here because the truth is walls are no match for Jesus. It doesn't matter if it's a wall of doubt or unbelief or fear or unforgiveness. Walls can't stop the Lord. In the Old Testament, the Lord knocked down the walls in Jericho. And in the New Testament, Jesus walked through the walls in Jerusalem. Honey, he'll knock down a wall or he'll walk through a wall but what I'm trying to tell you is this there's not been a wall built that can stop your God there's not been a wall built that can hinder your God from doing what he desires to do and what he wants to do here's what I've come to tell you this is a home invasion He's invading your homes right now. There's not a wall ever built that the power of Jesus can't get, a, get through. And, and I'm telling you this, Jesus is coming into your home right now. This is a home invasion. I know we're not meeting in our buildings right now. We're not meeting in our traditional ways across our campuses. But this moment is not a church invasion. Come on, this is not a church building invasion. Hear me now. This is not, Jesus didn't go to the synagogue. It wasn't a synagogue invasion in John 20. It was a home invasion. And what I want to tell you is this. In this moment, this is not a church invasion. This is a home invasion.
He's not confining himself to the building that we call church. He's not confining himself to a location, but right now, he's moving across America. He's coming into your home. See, the devil thought that we would quit. The devil thought that we would lay down. The devil thought that we would panic, but no, we're preaching the gospel at another level. We're sending Jesus at another level. He's coming into your home right now. And I want to tell you everything that he is, is coming into your home. What do you need? What are you facing? What is your battle? This is a home invasion. Jesus walks through the wall where people are full of fear. And do you know the first word that came out of his mouth? <laughs> Here his disciples are and they're panicking and he walks through the wall. They're quarantined. Do you know the very first word that came out of his mouth? It was this, peace. He said, peace. I love that that when Jesus orchestrated this home invasion where his disciples were quarantined because of fear, he brought exactly what they needed. They needed peace. And the very first thing he says is peace. Now to a Jew, there's almost nothing more important than peace. In fact, they call it shalom. When their Sabbath begins, they say Shabbat shalom. They're telling everyone peace because the word shalom means peace in Hebrew. If they're going to tell someone bye, the last word they will say to you is shalom. And let me just be honest with you. To a Jew, shalom is so much more than just the absence of adversity. To the Jew, uh, shalom, peace is so much more than the absence of conflict. To Jews, peace, shalom means something so much greater. Shalom not only means to experience the absence of conflict. Shalom not only means to experience the absence of war, but shalom means to be safe and at peace in your mind, in your body, and in your state of being. I've come to tell you that this is a home invasion. And Jesus is bringing peace right now. He's bringing it to your mind. He's bringing it to your body. He's bringing it to your state of being. See, shalom means wholeness. It means completeness. And it means nothing lacking. And I want hell to understand that this coronavirus does not have the power to steal the shalom that God has given us. Hell does not have the power. This virus does not have the power to steal the peace and the sense of well-being that we have from the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. It's the kind of peace, shalom, that causes you to be calm when trouble is around you. It's the kind of peace that says, I've got to give back. It's the kind of peace that says, I don't really only want to receive peace. I want to live in peace with others. Those disciples were quarantined in there in that home and they knew exactly what Jesus meant when he stepped up and said shalom. Many of you right now, you're watching me by live stream around the world and you think you need money or you think you need a new relationship or you think you need another job or you think you need, you need another opportunity but what you really need is a home invasion. What you really need is for Jesus to come through every wall that you've erected. What you really need is for Jesus to step into your family, step into your marriage, step into your trouble and bring you shalom. I want you to make a confession.
I want you to make a confession right where you are right this very minute in the middle of whatever you might be facing. Put your hand on your chest. Come on, young person, you do it too. If there's children in the room, you do it too. Put your hand on your chest and decree a thing and it will be established. The book of Job said, decree this, there shall be shalom in my home. There shall be peace in my home. Doesn't matter what's happening with the coronavirus, there shall be peace in my home. It's time for a home invasion. I love it when the Prince of Peace invades my home. I love it when the Prince of Peace shows up. This is precious to me. And I want you not to miss what Jesus did. Because in this atmosphere where everybody's so concerned about the coronavirus, in this atmosphere where people are afraid and scared, in this atmosphere, we would have freaked out if Jesus would have done to us what he did to them. Because the Bible says that he came into the house and he declared peace and then he breathed on them. Can you imagine? Right now, if somebody breathed on you, you would start, you would start gar gargling with hand sanitizer. Come on. You would pull your hand sanitizer out and start drinking and gargling with it. It would freak you out so bad. But here Jesus is. He comes in and he breathes on them. Remember, this is the same Jesus who was present at creation. You remember when God created man and he said, let us make man in our own image. The word us there is the Hebrew word Elohim. It is translated God's plural, most often God's three. It means God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Jesus was there. And the Bible said that in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, that he created man in his own image. Then he breathed his breath into their nostrils, and they became a living being. And there is that same God, that same God who breathed on a man who had no life hallelujah he breathed on that man at creation he shows up and his disciples are afraid they are the walking dead they don't feel like they can do anything but he breathed on them hallelujah and here's what he said he said receive the Holy Ghost he said, I'm about to give you something that's gonna give you life. I'm about to give you something that's gonna give you power. Here's what I want you not to miss. Jesus showed up and he breathed on them. Now don't, don't, don't miss this. Jesus, he orchestrated this home invasion. He breathed on them and watch. And he was contagious. He had the power of the Holy Spirit and what he had was contagious. The very moment that he breathed on them, they caught what he had. The very moment that he breathed on them, what was in him got in them. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus was contagious. And I don't know about you, but I'm at a point in my life where I can say, Jesus, whatever you do, breathe on me. Breathe on me until I catch what you have. Breathe on me, Jesus. Breathe on me with your spirit. Breathe on me till I start having symptoms. Breathe on me until I start acting like you.
like you. Breathe on me till I exhibit the symptoms of somebody who has caught the power of the Holy Ghost. Breathe on me till I catch your love for the lost. Breathe on me till I catch your spirit. Breathe on me till I catch your compassion. Breathe on me till I catch your peace. Breathe on me till I catch that power that you have over the devil. Breathe on me till I catch joy. Breathe on me till I catch victory. Breathe on me. Oh, if you're going to come into my house, don't just sit around. Come up here, Jesus, and breathe on me. See, some of you right now, you need Jesus to invade your home. Breathe on your children. Breathe on that rebellious son. Breathe on that marriage. Breathe on that sick body. See, the truth is, who I feel the anointing. Jesus breathed on his disciples and they caught what he had. Watch this. He didn't say he touched them. He breathed on them. They caught what he had because what Jesus had was airborne. Huh? This contagious thing, this Holy Spirit power, it was airborne. I was studying today, what does it mean when a disease is airborne? I read this, it said it can be transmitted if it's airborne by talking. Mm. All you got to do is open your mouth and talk and people will catch what you got. You need to in this time while people are talking fear, you need to talk faith. While people are talking doubt, you need to talk victory. While the people are talking depression, you need to talk joy. While the people are talking devil, you need to talk God. Hallelujah. While the people are talking sickness, you need to talk healing. All you got to do is open your mouth. Oh, this thing is airborne. See, the devil thinks that we're going to be defeated, but he doesn't understand that this is airborne. Hallelujah. He doesn't understand that this is not this contagious thing we got. It can't be bottled up in this building right now it's in your home huh. I was studying this and it said it can be transmitted by talking by coughing by sneezing and here's here's what got real to me or even just breathing when a disease is really contagious you can catch it even if somebody breathes on you see if one thing if I know there's one thing the devil hates, he hates a contagious Christian. He hates people like you who understand maybe I can't go to my church building. But I can tell you this, I've got something with me. I've got a power with me. And here's the truth. You can get so contagious that when you walk into a room, you don't even have to say anything. All you got to do is breathe. You can walk into a room and be so contagious that when you walk in, you don't even have to say anything. You don't even have to bind the devil. You don't have to lay hands on nobody. You don't have to touch a thing. But when your presence comes in that room, victory comes in that room. When your presence comes in that room, power comes in that room. When your presence comes in that room, joy comes in that room because you've been infected by the power of the Holy Ghost. I hear the Lord say in this moment, don't panic, just breathe. I hear the Lord say, don't quit, just breathe. I hear the Lord say, don't, don't throw in the towel, just breathe. See, his peace is contagious. His power is contagious. His healing is contagious. His joy is contagious. You say, well, pastor, I felt distant from him. 
I felt far from him. Well, here's the good news. This is a home invasion. Maybe you're watching and you haven't been to church in a long time. Well, here's the truth. Church is coming to you. As much as I love each and every one of you today, as much as I wish we were gathering in person on our campuses, as much as I wish that we could be together, you and I cannot overreact because we have something bigger that's a bit, that something's bigger than just can be confined to a building. We have something bigger than just an address where people come together and it only manifests when we come together in the building or at the address. Here's what I've come to let you know. I want to let you know what the devil wishes you wouldn't know. The building doesn't carry the power. The people do. The building doesn't carry the power. You do. And hear me, this is a home invasion. This is a home invasion. I prophesied at the beginning of this year, and I didn't even know how it was going to come to pass. But I prophesied to our people that this year, 2020, this was going to start off the decade of Jesus. That the decade of the 20s was going to be the decade of Jesus. And here we are, folks. Here we are right now. And we can't boast in our buildings because we're not meeting in our buildings. We can't boast in our facilities because we're not meeting in our facilities. No preacher is taking crowd shots right now because we can't boast in our crowds. We can't boast in our productions. We can't boast in our programs but let me tell you who we can boast in we can boast in the name of Jesus we can boast in his power we can boast in his anointing we can boast in the fact that he will invade our homes and he will breathe on us this is the decade not of presidents not of governors not of senators because presidents run but Jesus reigns this is the decade of the king and the king reigns. Oh, watch this now. This season is all about Jesus. It's not about this coronavirus. It's about Jesus. It's not about the attack of the enemy. It's about Jesus. Why? Because people are beginning to seek the Lord right now. People are talking that hadn't been talking. People are working together, even in Washington. People are crossing the aisle and trying to work things out. Because you know why? This decade, this season is all about Jesus. Nobody's watching basketball now. Nobody's watching baseball. Nobody's watching golf. These gods, these small G gods, these lesser gods have been brought down. The God of sports has been brought down. Nobody's watching sports now. The God of entertainment has been brought down. The parks are closed. The movies are closed. The bars are closed. Even our financial markets are being shaken. The financial gods have been brought down. The gods of mammon have been brought down. But I'll tell you what's happening. While the God of sports and entertainments and parks and movies and bars and money has been brought down. There is a name that is being lifted up and his name is Jesus Christ and he is invading your home this very moment. Jesus. <laughs> when people were quarantined because of fear, he invaded their home. It was a a home invasion. Even right now, what you need, young person, 
is not to be accepted by your friends. Your friends didn't die for you. Pastor Riley, my friends, your friends ain't coming back for you. What you need is in this moment, rebellious teenager, you need to let that Jesus who is invading your home invade your life. Here's what I declare. This is a home invasion. Peace is invading your home right now. Hope. Are you in despair? Hope is invading your home right now. Are you lonely? Jesus, who will never leave you or forsake you, is invading your home right now. Are you depressed? Joy is invading your home right now. We're in a season where this is not a coronavirus invasion. This is a home invasion. Jesus broke in to break them out. He breathed on them and there was an outbreak. Jesus broke in to break them out and I've come to tell you today Jesus will break in and he will break you out he will break you out of your fear he will break you out of your sin he will break you out of your trouble he will break you out of your trial he will break you out of that addiction he will break you out of whatever it is that is holding you he will break you out right now this is a home invasion Many of you are watching me right now and you say, well, preacher, I need him to come into my home. I need him to invade my home. I'll tell you what, if you'll just lift your hands, he'll do it right now. If you'll just worship the Lord, he'll do it right now. You say, I've got fear. Peace is coming into your home right now. I'm full of anxiety. Jesus is coming into your home right now. Oh, the devil thought I'm gonna mess him up. I'm going to stop them. I'm going to mess Calvary up in churches that are glorifying Jesus across the nation. I'm going to mess them up. Devil, you messed up. You messed up because, see, here's what we understand. This is a home invasion. This power is coming into your home. Maybe you're watching me right now, and you're not where you need to be with God. Maybe there's sin in your life. If there's sin in your life, Jesus can change you. If there's sin in your life and, and you're not where you need to be with the Lord and you know it and you're not where you, where, where you ought to be in right standing with God, I want you to put your hand on your heart and I want you to pray this prayer after me. In fact, I challenge thousands of you to do it. I challenge you to do it right now. Put your hand on your heart and pray this prayer after me. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, please forgive me for all my sins take my heart and wash it clean in your precious blood declare it say I've been trying it my way but my way isn't working I've been doing it my way but my way isn't working but there's a better way and there's a higher way and that's your way and tonight today this morning I choose your way I choose your way. Forgive me, cleanse me. And I declare, don't just invade my home. Invade my life. And I declare 
I'll never, ever, ever be the same again. Oh, hallelujah. I declare that Jesus has come into your home. Even now, he's healing your sick body. Even now, he's saving a lost child. Even now, he's removing anxiety. Even now, he's lifting fear. Even now, he's turning things around because this is a home invasion. Raise up your hands. Let me pray for you. I pray right now for breakthrough. I bind every enemy that has come against you that has told you to give up or quit. I take authority over him in the name of Jesus. And I declare that this is your season of breakthrough. That there has been a home invasion and I speak peace and healing and protection and salvation. Whatever you need. When Jesus has invaded your home, you're going to find him to be an all sufficient savior i bless you now in jesus name thank you again for listening to this message we pray that it inspired you in every single way for more information about calvary christian center or to give you can go to calvaryfl.com and be sure to subscribe and like this podcast and we will see you next week here on the calvary fl podcast